0: The Great Tribulation. Greetings, brothers and sisters. Once again, we want to reach listeners wherever they may be. We want to send a message. We are talking about the Great Tribulation. The main concern we have regarding this issue is the Christians reject the Great Tribulation automatically. In Revelation chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these are in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The great tribulation brings two things, the washing and the widening of the roads. In verse 15 it says, Therefore they are before the throne of God. For this reason is what it means there. They are before the throne of God. We are going to see why the Great Tribulation has something very special for us as the last generation. We are already immersed in it, but it hasn't reached all places. Some countries are already suffering the Great Tribulation, but the vast majority of Christians do not accept we will be involved. Instead of Tribulation, they are waiting for Lord. They hope to go to heaven before having had that blessing of washing, widening, and it says a little bit further, on purification. Because of the great tribulation, we can be before the throne of God. Therefore, they are before the throne of God, it says, for having come out the great tribulation. We are going to break down in detail what the Bible says about the purpose of the Great Tribulation. Let's see on Daniel chapter 12. It tells us from verses 1 and 2 about times of trouble such as never was. In verse 10 it says, Many shall be purified, made white, and refined. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. We are talking about this affliction that Daniel also tells us about. In Revelation chapter 14 verse 13, it tells about the blessing that no one wants to understand. That three times happy means to be blessed. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they might rest from their labors, and their works follow them. Daniel chapter 12 verse 13 The angel said to the prophet, Would you go your way till the end, for you shall rest and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the day. Daniel's enemies made the king dictate a statute where his statue should be worshipped, and the one who wouldn't do it would be put into a den of lions. And the fate of Daniel took him to be put into the den of lions. We know the story of Daniel. He was tested in a voluntary way because if he had not refused it and he had worshipped the statue of his king, they wouldn't have put him in the den of lions. But the Bible says that God closed the lion's mouth. Well, Luke means to overcome. And the Word of God tells us about saved ones and the ones who overcome. The saved ones are the ones that have a light covenant and do not overcome. That's why Revelation speaks about those that overcome. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 and 13, we are going to see who are the lucky ones giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. It is the saints, the ones that have that luck, they overcome. The saved ones do not overcome. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and coved us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Well, for those that might not now, the saved ones go to paradise, and the saints go to the kingdom of God, because without holiness no man shall see the Lord, says the word of God in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Let's move on to Daniel chapter 12, verse 2. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Revelation chapter 20 verse 6. Tell us about the blessing of the saints. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. This blessing means three times happy. The resurrection of the saints is given for the Father. That is the lock mentioned on the Bible. It tells us the expression of blessed, which means to overcome. I am going to use the text of revelations chapter 3 verse 5 he who overcomes revelation chapter 3 verse 12 he who overcomes revelation chapter 3 verse 21 to him who overcomes revelation chapter 2 verse 7 to him who overcomes Revelation chapter 2 verse 11 He who overcomes Revelation chapter 2 verse 17 To him who overcomes Revelation chapter 2 verse 26 And he who overcomes All of them are written to the seven churches. The ones who overcome the lucky ones. For you shall rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days, it says in Daniel. He would triumph when he was tested. There is a text in First of Peter chapter 2 verse 20 and 21. For what credit is it if when you are beaten for your faults, you take it patiently, But when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God. When you do good, doing what comes from God. When we are afflicted and take it patiently, this is pleasing to God, says the Word. It is certainly pleasing to God that we suffer being afflicted for doing good. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 2 And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these forty years in the wilderness to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. We are familiar with the story of the people of Israel. He put them into the desert to test them and to bless them later on. The Lord tests us. It says on of Peter chapter 1, verse 7, The trial of our faith, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold than perishes, to it is tested by fire, might be found to price, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Our faith will be tried with fire. Talking about the great tribulation, it's a trial, and affliction, and it's pleasing to God that the Christian suffers it. Let's see the reasons. First of all, the Lord says in Matthew chapter 16, verse 21, that it was convenient for him to suffer a lot. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed and be raised the third day. It was convenient for him to suffer many things because they had made a proposal to the Lord in the heavens. A proposal of joy, it says, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. And it was convenient for him to do something important, to suffer many things. And Peter said to him in the following verses, Even though he was his master, he reprimands his Lord. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him to his own creator, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. Do not go to the cross. You do not have to suffer. And the Lord answered him. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of pain. That's why Satan demanded of him. Satan had decided now to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. He reprimanded the Lord, saying, Don't go. He took him aside and asked him, What's going on with you? Are you okay? How are you going to suffer and go to the cross? It says that it was convenient for him. Why was it convenient for him? It says in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 8, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. As a man, he came to live a path of obedience to us. It says on of Peter chapter 2 verse 21, For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. The example of suffering that Christ left us behind is to learn obedience. In order that our faith can be found for praise, honor, and glory at the appearance of Jesus Christ, we have to be blessed of coming out of the great tribulation with whitened cleaned, and purified robes. This is the purpose of learning obedience. Disobedience entered to Eden by our father Adam, and then it passed through us and multiplied. Nowadays, we are disobedient. We are too disobedient that the Lord wants to purify us, to enter after to a different process that has to be with us tough. This stuff will be broken in our days. We are going to see how the world is very clear about affliction and has a very clear plan from God, but the men do not want to understand the correction and the affliction. That is something that pleases God, that we suffer for Him, because we are going to learn obedience. When the Lord was going to the cross, His drops of sweat were drops of blood, and he said, Father, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as the Father will. Zechariah chapter 11, verse 9 Then I said, I will not feed you. Let what is dying, die, and what is perishing, perish. Let those that are left eat each other's flesh. Certainly, the will of God is all men be saved, says the word through the Apostle Paul. But is the man who takes his own will to decide in this generation to suffer for him or turn his back on him? That's what it says here that is to be cut off. Let it be cut off in verse 10 the prophet Zechariah continues and i took my staff beauty and cut it in two that i might break the covenant which i had made with all the peoples the light staff that is talks about in Ephesians chapter two verse eight for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. In verse 9 says, Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Many want to do works to save themselves, but it is not of works, so anyone should boast. Salvation is a gift, it is the light's stuff that breaks in these coming days. The Word says, let what is dying die and what is perishing perish or we die or we lose ourselves into eternal lake of fire or we learn obedience or we just live a short time that's quite bad we can read this on revelation chapter 6 verse 13 on the following verse we will see how bad is the time that those who apostatize for the Lord, they are going to desire to die, says the word. The affliction, in Mark chapter 13, verse 24. But in those days, after that tribulation, what pleases God is that we afflict ourselves, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, when the time of nuclear wars arrives, and the time of apocalyptic plagues begins, the man shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. In Matthew chapter 24 verse 29 it says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. Here it also talks about a process. First is the affliction, the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perished. To it be tried with fire. In those days, the sun be darkened. The sixth seal will appear after the new world order. After the first nuclear bombshell, it will start to darken as it is written in Revelation, chapter 6, verse 13. The most important thing is that after our affliction, there will be darkness, the sun will be darkened, and the stars will fall from heaven. Let's move on to Joel, chapter 2, verse 31. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. It says that after the affliction will come the darkness. In Amos chapter 5 verse 18, Who to you who desire the day of the Lord? For what good is the day of the Lord to you? It will be darkness and not light. The darkness comes after the affliction and the trial, and it will be the times of darkness and terrible sickness. The nuclear pollution will bring for those who apostatize and do not understand the Lord. Says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, therefore be zealous and repent. Says Revelation chapter 3 verse 19, talking about this trial to learn obedience. It is important, brothers and sisters, that we understand the aspect that the Bible tells us everywhere about the punishment. The punishment represents the judgment. The punishment is the judgment, says the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 10, verse 24. Oh Lord, Correct me with, with judgment, not in your anger, lest you bring me to nothing. The punishment means judgment, begins with the house of God. It says the Apostle Peter in 1 of Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time has come for judgment, to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Well, there are many who believe, but do not obey the gospel of the kingdom. Therefore, they do not understand the trial of faith, that we have to go through the great tribulation. This might be craziness for the saved one, the one that they preach salvation to. Salvation is a gift from God, not of works. Anything that the person does for his salvation doesn't count because it's not of works, it's a gift from God, it's by faith. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you confess to Him, that's the faith that leads you to salvation. This is the light stuff that breaks nowadays. But for those who know that we must learn obedience, it will be through the trial and affliction, because it's what pleases God that we might be afflicted for doing good sometimes the christian believes that he is suffering by being unemployed or by losing a member of the family but that's not suffering from the lord that suffering in a natural way suffering for the lord is different brothers and sisters listening to this message the great tribulation is a purpose to clean, whiten, and to purify those of us that have the robe of the Lord, it says the word. Well, be whitened, purified, and Bible says the reason for having come through the great tribulation, they are before the throne of God. This is something big and difficult to comprehend. For someone that hasn't walked the Lord path, and for those who do not understand that the suffering for the Lord has a great purpose in the Christian journey. To learn obedience, to learn to be whitened, purified and cleaned through suffering. However, the Christian doesn't want to suffer. Soon, when suffering arrives, we will learn obedience. All of us will learn obedience. All of us that would like to understand the blessing to have a great glory and honor, we have to drink from the cup of suffering. The love that Lord has for us is very big. The Bible says that Lord rebukes and chastens us so we might receive His love, and that we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints, says the Word. And also the Bible says, Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. That is what the Lord is doing for those of us that understand what we must go through the great tribulation Josiah it says in Psalms chapter 3 verse 6. I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people who have set themselves against me all around. Those are the people that the Lord is willing to give us as it is written in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 4. The Lord is testing us to give us something great. Those nations that we gather against us are the exchange of the payment for our souls. But also, we will have to learn suffering, so we will learn obedience. Though he were a son, yet learn obedience by the things which he suffered. My God bless you, brothers and sisters.